and YouTube blog covering the German startup scene with news, interviews, and live events. Hello and welcome everybody. This is Joe from Sotabrate.io, your startup podcast and YouTube blog from Germany. Today I'm here in snowy Frankfurt in the fintech hub in Bornheim. The fintech hub is created by Deutsche Börse and I do talk to um, a startup here with the Michael. Hey Michael, welcome. Hey Joe, welcome to our fintech hub. Oh, I love it here. It's very nice here in the borough of Bornheim, even though I had to walk through snow. Um, fortunately, it's not as cold as right now in Chicago. Um, big high five to the guys in Chicago. Hopefully nobody gets harmed there. Um, we are talking your startup, right? Yes. Cashlink. Cashlink. Can you tell our viewers a little bit about Cashlink? Yeah. So we are at Cashlink. Um, we're digitalizing venture capital. Um, as so what we're doing is we're we're helping startups to issue securities in the form of security tokens so that your startup share gets more flexible and um, gets finally digital because as you all know um, we as startups we are like or we're doing we're digitalizing the world let's say and all the investors are funding us that's then they fund the digitalization of the whole world but if you look at the process how investors invest it's still like from an old world it's more like it's very undigital it's very often paper-based and we're going to change that um yeah by digitalizing startup shares in general what you can say is we're a tokenization platform fully compliant in germany to yeah let's say to issue and manage your security tokens uh-huh um that's actually not an idea you come up with uh you wake one up one morning or have it under uh, have an idea under the shower or while spilling your coffee how did you get there yeah so um like when we found the cashing i like two or three years ago and we used to to like like The, the core of our company um, was a payment company. So we uh, launched several payment products and uh, we also uh, raised uh, our seed funding round. And uh, while raising our seed funding round, we found out that this whole process, the whole fundraising process is very complex. Um, it takes a lot of time. Like it's always like one founder is always like uh, only doing fundraising. And we, we really felt the pain that it's all paper-based and that it has very high transaction costs because you have to pay the lawyers in Germany, especially you have to go to see a notary service in person and um, which is also um, uh, very cost effective. And then we said, okay, why can we, why, why, why do we have to raise in rounds um, rather in raise on the go? Because if you can lower the transaction costs and we, we can do it digital, then we can raise on the go, which is just more effective and we can more focus on our core product. I'm not sure if everybody out there gets the irony. The investors and the startups who want to digitize the world have to go through a paper-based uh, process, long and tiresome paper-based process, just to get digitization started. This is right now the case here in Germany, yes. but um, also I assume in many other countries as well. But let's stick with Germany for now because you're compliant in this legal framework, right? Um, yes, so we we we're kicking off in Germany. So our legal framework um, um, is uh, now open for uh, German companies, 
and for investors from the European Union. And soon we're going to, ex to start our expansion, meaning that uh, like in other jurisdictions, we're kind of open our legal framework and uh, then more investors from all over the world can use our very simple and digital investment process. You're talking about simple investment process. When we talked before this interview, uh, you talked about uh, GmbH, GmbH, with is, which is a German form of DLTD. Um, most startups here in Germany are funded or go into serious business in this legal form. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how you are changing that and how you're actually working? Our legal framework is um, based on the GmbH, let's say, framework. And um, if you're an investor and you want to have a digital share, um, our legal framework represents um, a, a part of the exit proceeds of the startups. So if you, if you use our Uh, like our tokenized shares, if you buy the tokenized shares from uh, with our legal framework um, uh, from a startup, you basically get the right to participate in the exit proceeds. And this is basically what you want as an investor. So if the startup gets sold uh, years later, you want your 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 money back, let's say. And what is also very important then, because the startup shares are now more liquid, are more flexible, you can basically sell it at any time um, at very low transaction costs because it's now digital. And this makes it way more attractive for investors to use this kind of investment process rather than the old one. Nevertheless, we still believe that at especially over the next years, we will see a lot of hybrid models. So we don't see like one company that is 100% tokenized and then other companies that are not tokenized. We will see a lot of, a lot of, a lot of um, companies in between, meaning that you don't tokenize the whole company. You might only tokenize like 20% of the company. So in your cap table, you will on the one side have like the, like, like the tra traditional investors that were part of the cap table who go to still the traditional, the old way. And then you will have other investors who get tokenized digital shares. We also see like that some investors say, okay, I want to be in like some, some money I'm, I invest in this company shall be represented in the old cap table and the other half shall be represented in tokens, which I can sell it and sell at any time. Um, the way you're describing those tokens right now, disclaimer, I'm not a lawyer, this is not law blog. Um, <laughs> you're describing now sounds pretty much like phantom shares, you know, from other startup constructions. Is that true? That's totally true. So our legal framework is based on the uh, virtual stock options or phantom, phantom um, um, shares. So um, because we figured out when we uh, did our uh, like employee stock options plan, we of course used virtual stock options. And then we figured out, okay, this is a very, very good legal framework also for investors if you tokenize it. We may get a, we may do a step back. M most of the people who watch this are professional investors themselves for everybody else. There's a short explanation because an option is a right to buy share in the future. For example, I now have a cash link share, which is worth 100 euros. I don't have that much money. So I buy for, let's say, five euros an option to be able to buy cash link shares in one year and then they go through the roof and are now worth 250. And so the difference would be 150 euros minus your um, 
uh, option price and so there's also some time value the the option should be worth something between 150 and 145 euros somewhere in this area maybe if there's more demand it could even go higher so that's basically the idea that's the idea of traded options and what you're describing are basically options that are not tradable basically the employees get them and then they have to sit with them that that used to be the phantom shares right that's how it used to be yes exactly and you make them tradable right now on a token base so we make them easily transferable we say um like for tradable tokens we're now seeing a lot of security token exchanges coming up especially like a lot of like the traditional exchanges are now like moving into the space um, so what we are doing is more like in the primary market, we're like tokenizing. So we're bringing the startups, we're bring, we're digitalizing the shares of the startups. So we bring them on the blockchain. And then if the startup wants to, in, later on, they can have the, their shares to be traded on a security token exchange. But at first, it already solves the problem of a way more easier investment process because you now have a digital form of your startup share. Are you then like the central registry of those digital shares? You put them in blockchain and then they're tradable between everybody who's participating in Cashlink? If the, when the tokens are easily like transferable, you can basically transfer them to basically to anyone. You have a, a lot of like uh, regulatory restrictions. So do you have like you know your customer rules, you have um, anti-money laundering rules. And of course, um, like for example, our framework is only for professional investors. It's not crowdfunding. It's really for like the professional investors out there. So who are now used to invest into startups. And so you can trade them between other professional investors, not to um, uh, like normal persons or normal retail persons. Yes. Mm -hmm. I see. And how are you guys funded by yourself? So, like I said before, we did a seed funding round two years ago, and we just um, did our next funding round um, uh, with the FinLab AG uh, from from Frank, also from Frankfurt, a, a fintech VC. And they, they um, yes. are unlisted Evergreen VC fund for everybody who yeah. doesn't know them. Exactly. And um, yeah, we were happy that all our existing uh, investors from like the very beginning um, uh, participated again in our fi uh, last financing round. And uh, now we're tokenizing ourselves. So we're doing kind of a security, uh, we're doing a security token offering, um, meaning uh, now other investors will now have the chance to buy digital shares of our company. Yes. And we're based here at the Findy Cup of Deutsche Börse. Um, since two and a half years. Okay, and for everybody who thinks now, ah, that sounds pretty interesting, can we just take a little step through the process? So let's say I'm an investor in Cashlink. What would I need to do to digitize those shares? I, I've been with the notary once. We made our deal. I gave you the money. You gave me the shares. And now everything is paper-based. How we change that? As a company, um, it's a uh, it's a pretty easy process. So you come to us, and we digitize your company. So we um, 
tokenize a portion of your shares, so let's say 20%. And then if new investors approaches you, um, um, you don't have to see in Germany notary service, you don't have any paper-based, you can just um, sell one of your digitalized shares to the investor. So right now at the beginning, what we're seeing is that a lot of the the, the way you, you, you approach your investors, the way you sell your company to investors will stay the same. It's just more about the technical process, which is now different at, at lower costs and it's, it, we have more flexible shares. So this is the difference right now. And so this means for you, you can onboard new investors very easy. You can onboard them on the go and you don't have to wait like for the next round or have some, some yeah, other uh, constructs uh who would be like in the official registry um like f in germany for every company uh, there's a legal registry and every company who has a certain form certain revenues uh passing some thresholds has to rate be registered there and basically there's also like an official register of the shareholders yeah. and who is in there at this moment so um, if, you, if you look at the whole blockchain ecosystem, you see like, okay, of course the dream is to completely put, or like for many people, the dream is to put the whole registry on the blockchain. And this also is not only for registries for companies, it can also be registries for real estate and other other uh, uh, other assets, yes. Um, so right now, um, in most of the jurisdictions, this is not possible. So that's why um, we use other legal frameworks, other other approaches. So in our case, we have virtual stock options. So in the registry are the real cap table equity owners. And then you have, let's say, maybe a second virtual cap table, which represents the economic value of the company. And so there can be that investors only um, uh, is, is in the cap table and uh, the equity cap table and is also part of the economic cap table. And there are some other investors with digital shares who are only part of the virtual economic value cap table. I see. Now I understand it. And uh, there was one more question popping up in my mind when you've been talking. It was, okay, I can sell my shares and I can buy shares. Yeah. Uh, but I assume, for example, Cashlink, of course, there'll be the next SAP and something. Um, how do you deal with the... Um, With the non-liquidity of those shares, how how will be a price set? Yep. That's usually difficult for everything that's not traded on a daily basis. For example, if you have a home, um, there's not the exact home in the exact same place that has been traded before. So basically, it's always a uh, that's the same problem we're talking about now. Of course, like the question of liquidity is like one of the main questions now in the security token space. Like so many, like so many, if you go to all the conferences, that's like the main topic of any discussion. Um, and so what we're seeing or what we're believing is if you look at the status quo, so we have high liquidity on the one side, which is like, if you look at the stock market, and then you have almost zero liquidity in all the illiquid assets. And what the blockchain or what we can do with security tokens now is we can go all this in between, which, which, which is just not possible today. So we're not talking about, okay, will every asset we token us have high liquidity? We don't know this. But we can surely say, okay, right now this is no zero liquidity. And we just, by, by with a, like new technology, we can, we can lower the barriers 
to have more liquidity. And then we'll see what happens. And for us, it's always like as so many people are working on it, we're not in the secondary market. But we're now so many people are working on this secondary market and liquidity issue, um, especially all the traditional exchanges, that we're going to be seeing a lot the next years. And yeah, then we'll see what happens. In the first step, we're just lowering that this illiquid asset can be potentially liquid. As we said, it's still for professional investors only, and they have to deal with the non-liquidity, but they usually know that when they're professional investors. Best of luck. Thank you very much. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. It's just a pleasure being here, even though I have to run through the snow with all my equipment again, but totally worth it. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thank you very much. That's all, folks. Find more news, streams, events, and interviews at www.startuprad.io. Remember, sharing is caring.